Ah, sunshine, blue skies. It's a bit chilly, but the temperature is going up. And that's a good thing because it's the beginning of spring. And we've had some extraordinarily cold days. But uh, today, this feels like the beginning of spring. And I'm glad there, there's uh, a lot more color in the neighborhood because of the sunshine, but also because of the small flowers that are uh, appearing. Like here on my left, tiny yellow and purple flowers that are growing around these big trees here in the middle of the road. And uh, you hear the birds also, which I love. That's one thing that I always miss in the, in the winter time. It's so quiet outside. And there are some birds that uh, are staying here during the winter, but they usually don't have the nicest songs, whereas now you've got the smaller birds, and it just makes me happy, <laughs> I have to say. And you know what? I, I have reasons to be happy because things are going well. We've uh, finished filming in Amsterdam, and uh, I've outsourced the editing process of that. So that saves me a ton of work and frees my mind and my creativity for new projects. And I'm so happy that we're finally able to do that. And I am so uh, glad, like I told you last time, with the team that I'm working with and just the feeling that I'm no longer... Uh, doing everything by myself but that, that that we can share the work the workload and and I, I can just tell the difference how much more relaxed I am and um, how much more creativity that um, helps uh, spur and creativity is what I need because I'm working on two new projects that I'm so excited about and again the way that I'm uh, developing these projects is so different from previous years if you've listened to me for a, 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 a longer period, you know that I am always full of ideas. But in the past, I would usually just follow whatever idea was on my mind without really planning, without really thinking things through. And most importantly of all, without much focus. Every month there would be a new, a new project or a new idea. And um, for years, the 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 question that Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda debate on Dagobah when when Luke uh, f doesn't finish his training but rushes to Cloud City to save his friends that question you know will he finish what he begins that has been the big question of of my projects of my life and uh, gradually I've learned to change that behavior and to to make choices and to choose a few projects and do them well rather than trying to do everything and everything and not finishing anything. Hey, there's a young orange cat running here. That's clearly a, still... You don't call that a puppy cat, right? But it's a very young cat. I hope he, he's not escaped. Although cats usually know how to get back home. They know where the food is. So, um, so for, th for these two projects, um, we sat down, we had a, a couple of meetings, we talked things through, um, we came up with um, a very specific target audience and why would people want to, um, to, to use this project. And so even in the preparation stage, before we even got to the, 
the stage of, of, of the ideas, it was thinking through why we do what we do, how this fits our mission, um, and who we're going to help with this. And that's it's kind of the, the, the core mission, I think, for us is to help. And if what we do is not helpful, it's not really useful for people, then why would, you know, why would they care? And why should we care, to be honest? So the two projects are, um, uh, have been on my mind for a long, long time. And now I finally have the, the time and the resources and the, the creative space to, to realize them. The first one is this more uh, uh, organized approach to the production of these Lego videos that have been so successful and so much fun to make, coming up with these small stories that explain something uh, about the Catholic tradition, about faith, sometimes Bible stories, but to tell a visual story with humor um, that is fun to watch and to re-watch. And we've received so many emails from parents, from teachers, that tell us how often kids watch these clips and and how uh, useful they are in a classroom setting or in, in a, I don't know, Sunday school, where you can show a video like that and just start a conversation based on what the kids have seen. And I've always felt that We started to do these Lego videos three years ago, and I always felt if I had time, if I had the resources, I would like to do this on a much higher level. And being able to do something that is more than just the occasional video on the feast day of the of a saint or uh, one particular feast of the liturgical calendar, let's do something that helps parents and helps kids to learn the basics of faith, but using Lego almost symbolically as the, the, the building blocks of, of faith. And I think it's, it's something that could be extremely useful for many years to come. It would be an investment that uh, I think could bear fruit for, for many years because this stuff doesn't really age. Wow, that's a lot of noise. Two guys on a motorcycle. Ugh, don't like that smell. Anyway... And it's a beautiful day. Why not just take the bike? Probably wouldn't go as fast as they go now. So, um, so lately I've been uh, thinking really hard about, you know, why would we do this? And if this is an introduction to the faith, um, how could parents use this? How could you use this on in a, in a parish setting or in a school? And I thought, well, let's let's make twelve lessons, twelve. Um, elements of the faith. And of course you can't talk about everything, but you have to begin somewhere. And uh, fortunately, faith is something that you, you, you can learn f- about faith in the same way you, that you can learn a language. There are different approaches. The one approach would be a very methodical one. It's like when you learn a, a language, it's starting with grammar and vocabulary. And then methodically, you go from one well, I don't even know the word, <laughs> the declination or the, you know, this is a verb and this is this and this is that. Um, and that will create a very thorough foundation. That's usually not the way in which we learn uh, a language. Our mother tongue, we've learned it by imitating, by learning bits and pieces. 
And when we start to speak, it's very flawed. But we combine what we already know with things that we discover for ourselves. And then bit by bit, that gradually helps us to build a language. It helps us master that language. And I think with faith, you can have those two approaches. You can have a very systematic approach where you take the catechism of the Catholic Church, start at chapter one, and then... uh, the subchapter, this and that, and start with, I don't know, the, 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 if you look at the table of contents, which of course I did, of the compendium of the Catechism of the Catholic Church, it's kind of like a summary. Um, it's built up in a very methodical way. But of course you can't do that with just 12 lessons. And so why not approach it like you would approach a language? After all, faith is in a certain way a language. It's what helps us communicate with God and with each other. So has, it's very similar to a language. And just start with a number of important things without trying to tell everything in just 12 lessons. And uh, just give some basics and leave space for children and for parents to continue their discovery. So it's much more about a certain style and an approach helping people to ask questions, which is, I think, very much part of our, uh, not only our Christian tradition, but also has been part uh, from the beginnings of the, of the Jewish tradition. Be curious. Ask why, so why this, not that. And, um, and that's what, these, what I think these lessons could do. And just take 12 big themes of the faith and present them in a playful way. Now, the, my idea was to not only do a short video... Because that, of course, is the, it's kind of the, the, the biggest um, element of this. And the one that's probably going to be used the most. But to add more than that. To help parents to start a conversation with their kids about this. Or questions, provide them with questions that you could ask in the, in the classroom. And then per- perhaps include something that you can do with Lego. I can totally see a parish organizing 12 um, sessions per year. So one, once a month, get together with kids on a Lego catechesis afternoon where you learn about faith and at the same time you play with Legos. I mean, I don't think that many parents would have trouble motivating their kids to come to meetings like that. So provide them with ideas of, or perhaps even um, uh, give them a, a task. So, like, here's the Lego. Now you go build this theme or this story or... There's so many creative things that you can do. And I think keeping it simple, keeping it fun, and at the same time touching upon these fundamental um, pillars of, of the faith could be a golden combination. So that's what I, I'm going to direct much of my creativity to, towards in, the, in the, the weeks to come. And then, of course, all, all of that has a technical angle as well because I want these videos to look amazing and uh, to to really go beyond what I've been able to do so far with just a way too little time and not the right equipment or or the studio lights or everything so I'm going to partner up with some people that have experience in that field the second big project is something that we discussed uh, recently and that has to do with um, one of my biggest passions which of course is Star Wars and uh, especially if you are a patron, you know that one of the goals, one of the um, 
it's not really a stretch goal, but it's definitely something that has been on the page uh, since for a long time, was to make a Star Wars documentary. And the goal of that was, of course, to use the passion that people have for Star Wars, which is something that spans generations and is almost international. Um, there are only a few countries where Star Wars doesn't do that well. So it has a ma major platform, but at the same time to build a bridge between the world of Star Wars and the world of, the, of faith and the tradition. And there are so many overlapping themes, and one can uh, add depth to the other. There are moments in Star Wars that illustrate certain fundamental um, issues or choices in faith, and vice versa, uh, Bible stories, um, the experience of the Christian community that's been around for 2,000 years can, can help understand the stories and the themes in Star Wars better because they've been inspired by, these, uh, by religious themes. So there's a natural fit. And uh, I always Im imagined something like a, um, a, a documentary, something that could be on Netflix or, well, probably... Uh, really hard to to get to that level uh, with the abilities that I have currently, but it's definitely something I would like to do in the future. But I just looked at it as one big thing. And then while we were working out these ideas of, with Lego, I'm thinking, wouldn't it be possible to create something similar for, let's say, teenagers and students and and talk about Star Wars combining them with these faith uh, these themes from the Bible and faith-related things. And I, I remembered that when I visited uh, Norbert Fink, the German priest, uh, a few weeks ago in Dusseldorf, he, he had a meeting like that in, in his uh, student church on a Sunday evening, I think, and uh, he, he showed short clips of Star Wars and then he talked about What has this to do with faith, and how can you? How do these themes apply to your life? And uh, what can Star Wars teach you? What can the Bible teach you? And there were more than 200 young people, uh, and it was a massive success. And I think that is a that's proof that this combination could work, and it could be really useful. Again, it's hard sometimes to reach teen teenagers. Um, uh, when it comes to faith and helping them to th reflect upon these themes because it, the world of faith and the Christian traditions seems so foreign to them. It's like a different planet sometimes, a different language that they don't understand. It's not part of their world. So why not start with a world they do understand and do love and that they... And of which they know the language, which is the world of Star Wars, and then start from there and fly to this remote planet of uh, <laughs> of the church and and discover new life and uh and new ideas and i think turning this into again a number of episodes that you could use in a classroom in um in a parish or you could just talk, think about it by yourself if you're young and you're, you love star wars i think it, it this could totally work So what I'm now working out is, a, again, a, a project, an educational project that combines the world of Star Wars with these biblical themes.
And I think it, uh, it's, it's, I have so many ideas about that. Plus, I've got a lot of stories to tell. And I have a lot of material that is just waiting to be used for this. And if this works, if these two projects work, then I think I can do so much more. Uh, because I've, uh, I've got a ton of other ideas that I would like to, um, uh, to, to work out in the same, in the same manner. And having this focus and knowing that this is something that can be produced in a relatively short time, I'm thinking two, three months, um, but then that will be around for many years to come and hopefully will be very useful for its target audience. Not to mention that this is, these two projects could be translated in multiple languages because it's, it's not, not really tied to one place or one language or one culture. This is, both these languages of Star Wars and Lego are quite universal. So it's just super exciting. And then uh, while we were talking about that, we were also discussing what, are, what is needed to make this happen other than time and creativity. Well, it's resources. And so um, this gives us a reason to go and try to find sponsors that will want to be part of this project and want to help this succeed and again it's it's uh this is this is the way i want to work it's not just like i have an idea let's just make it and then see what happens but it is i have an idea who loves this idea and wants to help make this a reality and make it a communal project which is be, even before it's it's done already has uh it's it's um uh, it's community around it, and I think we we uh, especially when it comes to these Lego videos, that is what we already have. We have tons of parents and teachers that have asked us, "Please give us more," <laughs> and it was hard to do that in between all the other operations. But now that we have our organization um, running and and running really well, we we finally are there that we can make this happen. But I won't. I don't want to do it without the target audience and so uh, another idea that i have is it's not only to try to motivate sponsors to help us carry this and and bring this to fruition um but also uh, ask for help of from the teachers and the parents and ask them what could help you it's always from this attitude of service how can how can we serve you in your responsibility as a teacher as a priest or pastor in a parish situation as a parent or just as a fellow Christian and um, I think that that is that's the way to go so very super excited about that uh, to be more specific we're going to start this uh, fun drive um, starting on on the feast of, uh, of Easter and then we'll give ourselves 50 days to Pentecost which is so symbolic because that's what we try to do we try to the, the the Holy Spirit is helping people to reach out and to literally do what Jesus told his apostles, go to the ends of the world and get, bring people this message. Well, that's what we can do now with uh, this digital material. And uh, I, th- I think if we do this, I'm totally convinced that we will find the resources to do this because this is worth... Uh, our resources. This is something that we can truly do 
um, for for the the new generations, for the kids, for the the teenagers. And I think it's still something that is relatively rare, in the, especially in the Catholic uh, environment, projects like these. So um, all of that, of course, requires also uh, a different type of planning. So now we're still almost running out of time. Um, Easter is coming up very soon. And, uh, of course, in the last few days of Holy Week, I'll be super busy. And it's going to be very difficult to... Uh, um, to, to oh, if I only start w- with the with this fun drive on April the first on Easter, then we're too late. So this week and a few days of Holy Week, I'll be working on uh, on the details of the fun drive together with uh, our team. And I hope you'll join us. <laughs> to be honest, I hope that you like this, and this is going to be part also of of the way I want to help the. The patrons enjoy uh, their them being part of the community by giving them access, of course, to the to the final productions, and to uh, to make sure that that uh, their investment really yields something that they can use that is helpful to them and enjoyable for them, and uh, that, of course, is. But that's not the only the, the only thing I want to do. I want this to be available to as many people as possible. And at the same time, hopefully, we'll be able to uh, let this project provide us with the funds and the resources to do a follow-up project. That's kind of the way I want to work. It's like what we do um, should always help open up new possibilities. And that's how you can really grow and, uh, and, and expand. Um, and so that requires very careful planning and um, sometimes also you have to be inventive because well, we're a small organization but we've got big ideas and I just feel that this is the springtime of Tridio this is the time that we can that these new ideas will start to blossom and we have the experience to help them grow and we now also have the garden personnel that can help make this a success and I couldn't be more excited. What a huge difference with previous years. And uh, I think it's, it's also the, the, the fruit of, of uh, all our investments in the past. And we've learned so much. Also by making mistakes, because that's something that I sometimes forget. Often I blame myself for the things that didn't go right and things I messed up or the projects I didn't finish. But all those have been also extremely helpful in in, in f- figuring out how to do things well and to how to make them succeed and which, which uh, approaches won't work. Sometimes you just have to try and if, if it works, then good for you. And if it fails, no problem. You can always try again and uh, learn from the mistakes that you made in the past. That's what I wanted to share with you today. It's a short episode, but I also would really like to um, talk about another topic that's been on my mind, but I'll keep that for the next walk. And in that way, I can work a little bit ahead of time so that for Easter, I have some margin to fully focus on the celebrations, the liturgy, and what we what we celebrate and what we try to... Um, the message that we're trying to tell, and that is that life is is so strong and that it will 
uh, overcome death and that failure ultimately is something uh, failure and sin and suffering is part of of our lives but it's never the end if we trust then god will always help us to to join his son in and uh to enjoy the life that he gives and i feel that that is in a way also <laughs> applicable to to the to, to the work that i do i've i've gone through um uh, lots of struggles i've made a lot of mistakes but i feel that if i continue to trust and to listen to the guidance of the holy spirit i'm i'm learning i'm growing and ultimately it yields life it yields new life and new projects and and it helps people and that's always the only, the only thing that truly matters to me um so there you go anyway thank you so much for listening and I'll be back next week with uh, an episode about trust, about faith, and also about sometimes dark moments and uh, tests of, of that faith and confidence. And uh, we'd like to talk about that related to a very specific thing that I, um, that I read um, and something that happened. Anyway, that, listen next time. <laughs> For now, this is it. Go to tradio.com. Make sure you subscribe to our newsletter. Um, this is a, a, a monthly newsletter that uh, I use to share with you what's going on, uh, the projects that I'm working on, um, and sometimes you'll hear about new things there first, even before I talk about it here on the walk. So uh, check it out on the website, tridio.com, T-R-I-D-E-O.com. And on this glorious Nice, warm. Oh, it's finally warm. Ah, spring morning, I'm saying. Till next time. Take care and God bless.